And with that, let's begin reading today in the New Testament. December 25th, Revelation chapter 16, verses 1 through 21. Then I, John, heard a mighty voice shouting from the temple to the seven angels, Now go your ways and empty out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. So the first angel left the temple and poured out his bowl over the earth, and horrible malignant sores broke out on everyone who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped his statue. Then the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it became like the blood of a corpse, and everything in the sea died. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs, and they became blood. And I heard the angel who had authority over all water saying, You are just in sending this judgment, O Holy One, who is and who always was. For your holy people and your prophets have been killed, and their blood was poured out on the earth. So you have given their murderers blood to drink. It is their just reward. And I heard a voice from the altar saying, Yes, Lord God Almighty, your punishments are true and just. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, causing it to scorch everyone with its fire. Everyone was burned by this blast of heat, and they cursed the name of God who sent all of these plagues. They did not repent and give him glory. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness, and his subjects ground their teeth in anguish, and they cursed the God of heaven for their pains and sores. But they refused to repent of all their evil deeds. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great Euphrates River, and it dried up so that the kings from the east could march their armies westward without hindrance. And I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs leap from the mouth of the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. These miracle-working demons caused all the rulers of the world to gather for battle against the Lord on that great judgment day of God Almighty. Take note, I will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Blessed are all who are watching for me, who keep their robes ready so they will not need to walk naked and ashamed. And they gathered all the rulers and their armies to a place called Armageddon in Hebrew. Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a mighty shout came from the throne of the temple in heaven, saying, It is finished. Then the thunder crashed and rolled, and lightning flashed, and there was an earthquake greater than ever before in human history. The great city of Babylon split into three pieces, and cities around the world fell into heaps of rubble. And so God remembered all of Babylon's sins, and he made her drink the cup that was filled with the wine of his fierce wrath. And every island disappeared, and all the mountains were leveled. There was a terrible hailstorm, 
and hailstones weighing 75 pounds fell from the sky onto the people below. They cursed God because of the hailstorm, which was a very terrible plague. This week's Bible Meditation, Psalms 73, 25, and 26. Whom have I in heaven but you, and there is none upon the earth that I desire beside you? My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. This is Romans 5, and we'll read verses 1 to 8, and then I'll tell you where we're going, and then we'll pray and go there. So Romans 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous man, though Perhaps for a good man, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So that's worth about a year's worth of sermons. And we're going to do one, and we're going to focus on verse 5. Hope does not put us to shame. Why? Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Now that's an experience. That's not an idea. And that's the experience I want you to have. So let's pray. It happens by the Holy Spirit, Father. It doesn't happen by John Piper or Michael Boyce or music or reading the Bible. None of these things are sufficient. It is a work of the Holy Spirit to have the love of God poured into our hearts. So, I ask for it. For me now, and for these friends, that you would grant us the realization, the experience of verse 5. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Psalm 144, verses 1 through 15. 
a psalm of David. Bless the Lord, who is my rock. He gives me strength for war and skill for battle. He is my loving ally and my fortress, my tower of safety, my deliverer. He stands before me as a shield, and I take refuge in him. He subdues the nations under me. O Lord, what are mortals that you should notice us, mere humans that you should care for us? For we are like a breath of air, our days are like a passing shadow. Bend down the heavens, Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains so they billow smoke. Release your lightning bolts and scatter your enemies. Release your arrows and confuse them. Reach down from heaven and rescue me. Deliver me from deep waters, from the power of my enemies. Their mouths are full of lies. They swear to tell the truth, but they lie. I will sing a new song to you, O God. I will sing your praises with a ten-stringed harp. For you grant victory to kings. You are the one who rescued your servant David. Save me from the fatal sword. Rescue me from the power of my enemies. Their mouths are full of lies. They swear to tell the truth, but they lie. May our sons flourish in their youth like well-nurtured plants. May our daughters be like graceful pillars carved to beautify a palace. May our farms be filled with crops of every kind. May the flocks in our fields multiply by the thousands, even tens of thousands. And may our oxen be loaded down with produce. May there be no breached walls, no forced exile, no cries of distress in our squares. Yes, happy are those who have it like this. Happy indeed are those whose God is the Lord. Proverbs 30, verses 29 through 31. There are three stately monarchs on the earth. No, four. The lion, king of animals who won't turn aside for anything. The strutting rooster, the male goat, a king as he leads his army.